50, uh, 60, 55, <laughs> 70, shut one. up. 75, 25, 85, 85, 85, 85, 85, 85, 85, 85, 85, 85, 85, 85, 85, 85, it was like some foreigner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Till Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Glasses, baby. Glasses. Yes. Four eyes of Bruce Nightingale. Sounds like a kung fu movie. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> Welcome to episode 39, Tomorrow Never Dies. And we're dedicating this episode to Clifton James. He died today at the age of 96. And you might be asking yourself, who the hell is that? But we mentioned him. Twice. Twice. He was the sheriff who was in Live and Let Die. And then he was, I believe, vacationing on um, The Man with the Golden Gun in his second appearance. We thought, he, man, he's got to be really old. And he was really old. And he was on Dukes of Hazard too. He was on Dukes of Hazard. Yep. Was he like Boss Hogg's brother or something? Nope, nope. He was another cop from another county. Oh, that, that fits. That fits. It does. See? It does fit. But we have a guest. A guest for the third consecutive show, I believe. Yes, less work for me, baby. Less work for me. <laughs> and since you're so good with the last names, we'll let you introduce the guest, Bruce. She is ranked 1,437th right now in the IFPA rankings. And she is the first woman on the Slam Tell podcast. And she is one of the only she's actually the only woman to actually qualify in the upstate New York top sixteen. This is Stephanie Gaida. Yes, you got yes. it. You got it. <laughs> you said it right. Yes, uh, Stephanie is the one who wrote the beautiful letter spoken by uh, Ron in uh, English. Uh, the the Queen's uh, oh the Queen's language. English as opposed to American English. Yes, which is like ebonics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how close to proper Queen's English it was. It might have been a bit more of a dialect. <laughs> Sorry, English. So welcome Hi, to the podcast, Steph. Hey, great to be here. Long-time listener, first-time guest. And we've known you for years. We remember yeah. when she was just coming to shows and she was, now look at her, she's kicking her asses. Member of the Orange County Pinball Club? Yes, she is. So, Steph... Why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Just like our, our first-time guests usually give a little mini-bio. Okay, well, um, my name is Stephanie. Hi. I play in the Orange, Orange County Pinball Club slash Rock Fantasy Pinball League. Um, Rock Fantasy is basically my home base because, I mean, it's got, what, 30-something games now? And Keeler's always changing it up. 
We've got Aerosmith and Batman 66 are the newest ones. He just got rid of NASCAR. I don't know what's replacing it, if anything. And um, I've been playing pinball pretty much all my life. Um, My dad was kind of a pinhead, so when I was really little, like, I don't even remember how young I was little. My dad would play in a league um, down at Sports World in Paramus, New Jersey. And I don't remember the pinball machines. I remember being there and going, Dad, I want to play mini golf because they had glow in the dark mini golf right by the pins. And I was like, that looks awesome. And I can't play these pins. Can we do that? And um, so I grew up it was the late 90s early thousands the dark days of pinball you know rolled through everybody closed down pinball machines became scarce my dad being a pinhead as i just mentioned would go you know looking for pins on location desperate to find something anything we would take random like one hour two hour drives to places in Jersey and in Connecticut, Ogdensburg, New Jersey had a great place with several machines. And of course, once we find a place, we go there three times and it closes down because, you know, freaking typical, right? Um, but my dad would basically be hauling me around and I, you know, as a kid, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go on an hour and a half drive. And as a kid, I would also think, oh, great, I get to play a pinball machine, flip three times. Oh, look, it's drained. I was not really good at pinball. I played like a kid who had no idea what she was doing. And if you ever see me on a machine that I played as a kid, I will do really, really badly on it because I'm still in that mindset. But, you know, 16, 17 years of being of that. And I figured out it it rubbed off on me because there was one point when I was looking at colleges. One of the colleges I looked at was RIT. And um, it was some kind of like overnight stay. And so we're going around the grounds. You know, they're giving us a tour. They bring us to the rec room. There's a freaking Pirates of the Caribbean in the rec room at RIT. Yep. Or at least there was like. There's now three pins there. There's three pins there now. Holy crap, I made the wrong choice. <laughs> <laughs> Long Island has no pinball to speak of. I, it's freaking travesty. But I remember going there and texting my dad, Dad, there's pinball here. Because my, my dad was the one who brought me up. And he had looked for pins in the area and just found nothing. And so I was really excited. I remember I had a friend there who I had made on that trip. And I was like, you have to play this. And she's like, eh, I've played it. I've played it on the computer. It's not that fun. And I'm like, just play it. And we played a couple of games. She's like, you're right. This is a lot more fun than I thought. And so that was about the point where I realized that it really had rubbed off on me. I was, you know, into pinball. And that kind of just percolated for a while. And then, let's see, it was fair. February of 2015, I'd graduated college. I was kind of just hanging around. My dad's like, hey, you know, I've told you for a while that I had a pinball league that I was going to. Why don't you come with me for one? And I'm like, eh, I don't know. And eventually dad convinced me and I went and it was at Rock Fantasy. And I had fun, more fun than I anticipated. So I went with him the next week and the next week and the next week. And it kind of just spiraled from there. And now 
I play competitively a lot. We gave, we gave it a crack, and now she's hooked. Yeah, that's good. It's good. It's good stuff. First one's free. Yeah, <laughs> my dad spent yeah, my dad spent his entire life priming me for that, and um, it's kind of taken a life on its of its own. Oh yeah, and now nice. I'm a pinhead. That's a great thing to be. At least it is. That's what we think on this podcast. Yep, can't wait to get my own place and my own pins. Do you have any pins, or does your dad have any pins? No, it's a long-time dream for both of us. Um, We've talked, and I have a room at his house, um, and we've both talked that if we were to come across a pin, I can sleep on the couch. It's okay. (laughs) It's a sacrifice I am willing to make. Ron, give her a pin. Give her a pin, Ron. Uh, Hey, did you have an eight-ball champ? I do have an 8-Ball Champ for sale. Then she say, that's my least favorite game of all time. I, I hate no game you. more than that. Isn't 8-Ball Champ effectively 8-Ball Deluxe? Uh, um, no. It's, it's no, eight... it's actually more Fathom. Well, well, it has the same gate in the back, but it's more... Yeah, it's 8-Ball it's, it's Champ rule set, but I think a better play field because the, the, right, the pool balls are spread out amongst the play field instead of all in the one target bank area. At least I think it's a better game. But I looked so it you up. need to buy it. <laughs> or Ron needs to buy it. Well, it, it does have one of the worst back classes ever. Yes. Terrible, terrible back class. I mean, the, the play field art's all right, but the back class is horrible. What the? That dude's like popping out of the... What is he? Is he grabbing his crotch? Oh, the yeah, back class. Yeah, he's actually touching himself, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, I told you it's not a very good back class. Oh my god, the guy in the background is grabbing his crush too. What the hell is this? It's man love, because you notice there's barely any women in that one, so it's all man love, you know? He's like the guy's yeah, bent over one the, woman. The guy's, yeah, the guy's bent over the table and the other guy's like, I'll be taking care of him later. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is a very um provocative backlash. Oh my. Frankly <laughs> boring backlash too. I told you. I told you. So you started into the competitive thing, and you've been playing at the bigger tournaments. You've been to uh, Pinburg? Yes. Been to Pinburg exactly once, and I'm planning on going again this year. Woo-hoo! So how many, how many different tournaments have you played in so far? Tournaments, tournaments? Um, the, not that many, comparatively. I did, I did one up at Bruce's. I do yes. remember that. Yeah. Yeah, she came up and played with all the other uh, Orange County pinball guys. Yes. And they, and they, I think they all had a good time at the uh, at the old uh, house. Yes, definitely. I'm looking up the her. Games are wonderful. Thank you. Thank you I've very much. I've played in something like 45 tournaments slash leagues. Um, the biggest one being Pinburg. Most of them are hosted at Rock Fantasy because, again, that's my home base. Um, I've been down to Sunshine a couple of times but I think only once or twice for tournaments there was there was a bells and chimes tournament one weekend and it was the day after the sweet talker tournament in Wakefield um, Massachusetts um, and I remember I went up to the sweet talker got second place drove down the next day met up with one of my friends and she drove the rest of the day down to rest of the way down to Brooklyn so we could play in this tournament. Now, Steph, I see you have one first place. Um, 
one official first place. Yes. And yes. what tournament was that? That was the Stars Tournament at Crazy Levy's Funtorium. Not the yes. side tournament. <sighs> Not the one ball tournament, which was that was insanity Brutal. in its own right. But in the actual Stars Tournament, um, I managed to pull off the win, and that was that well, was Ron, surreal. Ron is <laughs> owners of Stars, we must bow to her. Yes. We're not worthy. Yes, we're not worthy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I. I didn't lose on a stars after that tournament until I played at the Sanctum a few weeks ago. It was like there was one time that I went, I think, to the pinball gallery in Malvern-ish PA. And um, someone challenged me to a dollar game because I went with a couple of the Orange County guys. They challenged me to a dollar game. So I took their money. Yeah. Stars is a brutal game, and I actually used to hate that game when I first started playing, because my first time playing Stars was um, up in the Orange County Pinball Club, and it was actually that se- that same Stars was in the Stars tournament, because there was left Stars and right Stars. Right Stars was Keeler's old Stars, and it was like, oh, I recognize you, I like you, I will not be a complete dick to you, and... So I managed to actually get a decent score on it somehow. That's good. Uh, yeah, Stars is a brutally a brutal game, but a fun game that makes you want to keep on going back for more and more. Yes, it it kind of really is. It's like I said at first, I hated it because I hated how much it was kicking my ass, and then it was like I actually am having more fun than I anticipated on this game. That seems to be a common opinion to the game. Because they, they had it at Classics at Papa, one of the rounds, and it definitely had one of the longest queues. And people were the most pissed at it, but they could not stop playing it. They just play it over and over and over. It's a strange addiction. It is a strange, it's the star's addiction. Uh, so you've been, you've been to like most of the the places I know of. Like the, you said you've been to Sunshine, Sunshine Laundry Mat, mm-hmm. Pinball Gallery, across Rock Fantasy. Most places I know of. So you've been all around. So what what are your pinball goals, or if you have any future pinball goals? Uh, other than get a machine or 10. Or 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Look, I, I can already see where that slope is going, and I, I've resigned myself to that's what it's going to end up being, is I'm going to end up having a house full of pinball and maybe a bed. Actually, <laughs> I, can sleep, I can sleep under the machines. I'm small enough. I can do it. But oh, um, just you know, push two wide bodies together, and there we go. I have a canopy. Pinball goals? Well, I want to break the top thousand at some point. Um, real long-term goal would be would be, would to be be to be the best female player in the world, if not the best player in the world. Period. Take that number one spot. <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> a long way to go. I can't even beat. I like that goal. That's a good goal. Hey, aim high. And shoot yourself in the foot. (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah, it does. All right. So, okay. To to that end, what would you say uh, there are the things you would need to work on as a player? Well, um, shot accuracy is the obvious one. Because if if we were all 100% accurate, we would be playing until the games just, you know, broke down and would not score anything anymore. Beyond that, as I had said earlier, I you know I started playing pinball as a kid. As a 
kid, it was flip randomly and hope for the best. When I started playing competitively, I realized I'm still thinking flip randomly, hope for the best. My intuition has kind of improved. You know, I can kind of guesstimate on shots and I can usually figure out which shiny thing to aim for. You know, Ooh, shiny lit. thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Go for the thing that's lit and hope for the best. But that doesn't always pay off. So I've actually started, I had an incredible Scrivener document when I wrote the letter to the Slam Tilt podcast. I actually had like, it's a, Scrivener's a writing software. So the same software I would write a novel on, I wrote your letter, letter on, which would explain why it's so damn long. I created a new Scrivener document in which I'm going to document rule sets and strategies. I'm going to go full Tim Balls on this thing, basically, is what I need to do to improve. Plan. Are you, are you going to write them like a novel? That would be interesting. It would be more like a technical ma- manual, okay. probably. I mean, I could probably find a way to novelize pinball. <laughs> that, that, to me, that would be interesting. If to make somehow make a rule set seem interesting to a non non pin <laughs> novelize it. <laughs> I mean, you already know rules better than I do. And, and Stephanie was telling me to hit the um, with the launch button on Monster Bash to get like free hits on things, which I didn't know about. If well, it's lit. Yeah, if it's lit. Yeah. But I, I didn't even know that. And so, so AFM does the same thing also. Yeah. Oh, does it? Yes, it does. When you're going into Martians. And if you have a Martian bomb, you can actually Well, Medieval Madness thing. also has troll bombs. So yes, it does. I guess that's exactly. the theme. It's a Lyman thing. It's a Lyman thing. There you go. He likes, he likes killing things with buttons. Yep. Troll bombs and AFM and Monster Bash and Walker kills... And uh, cannon shots for and your ball for uh, ACDC and oh they have VIP passes. Yep, got it. Yep, yep. He believes in giving you free things. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> now, with your goal of being under a thousand, how do you do? You feel like you're going to expand by trying to go to more tournaments in the area, or you're going to try uh, just playing local tournaments more? Or a combination of both? Well, my first step towards that is I have to stop sucking. I've spent this entire year. I've played in over 10 things, as you'll see on my um, IFPA page. Exactly one of them has counted towards my ranking. That Uh, shit needs to stop. I need to start... I I don't know if it's my mindset or my skill set or what, but I need to figure out that problem and fix it because if I can come, if I can um, figure out, you know, how to win locally, even I can start inching my score to a higher, lower, better ranking. And if I have the time and money, I will expand to go, going to more tournaments. I'm not exactly in a situation where I can just go, to you know, every Papa Circuit tournament around the country. Ideally, I would just be like every weekend, up oh, going to Buffalo, up oh, going to San Diego, going here, going there. I'd, if I could go to a pinball convention every weekend, you're damn right I would. But <laughs> money is a thing, and I don't have a lot of it. <laughs> well, Steph, I will, I'm going to make you feel even better. How's this? You said you only had one this year, counting towards your IFP rankings? Yep. I have none. Seriously? Seriously. My last one is December 30th, 2016. 
Oh, man. Man, you suck, Bruce. Well, uh, my head's been up my ass for like the past five, six months. But that's going to change. You've got couple glasses of weeks, now. I know. I got glasses, and I'm going to the Buffalo Pinball Spring Open. And I got league finals this weekend. And and I got league in Syracuse. So it's all going to come together. Very good, Bruce. I, I went up 25 places somehow due to the classics. Yeah. Pop. Well, nice. Um, Finishing like twenty eighth and like fiftieth or something because I got, I got no points for B, you know make the playoffs in B but you get nothing because you get nothing. You, know, you get nothing zero. You drank fizzy lifting drinks and you get nothing. nothing. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. So Steph, if you were to get some games, well, what what kind of games do you gravitate to? What kind of games do you like? I have a holy trinity. Oh, and they all start with M. Monster, Monster Bash. Bash, Medieval Madness, Metallica. Okay. How about Motordome? No, no Motordome? No. Motor who? Exactly. Hang on. <laughs> she has to look it up. Believe me, you don't want it's to play bad. it. Don't it's want bad. It. I, it's a lot of plastic. I know games vaguely by name. If you start ask, if you start saying in terms of what's your favorite Williams or Bally, I will just look at you blankly. My brain went on complete brain fart, and I referred to future spot as a, as an old stern that's how bad i am with that oh my god that's <laughs> nope i got all three steph come on up so what was it what was the holy trend again we got medieval madness oh no monster bash is gone monster so bash and metallica fail bruce you shouldn't have sold it yep. <laughs> well they paid for bills but medieval's here and metallica premiums here sitting there waiting and she's used to that with keeler with because he has he has a uh, LE. So same play field, ready to rock. So it's it's the Lyman thing again. Lots of Lyman. Maybe just well, Lyman rules. They, they, you know, Lyman is the man. He is the man. If Lyman's listening, he is the big man. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think you're getting him on, Bruce. Sorry. I'm trying. He keeps trying. <laughs> I think he's in a fantasy world. Hey, there. look. Good luck. I hope you do. I hope we do, too. That'd be freaking awesome. Slam tilt, aren't you the guys that were bashing us? Uh, no, no, he's, he's not coming. No, no, out, no, so. we never bashed. We have, we have never bashed Lyman ever. Well, yeah, but we've, you've bashed Stern a lot. But not his games. Not his. Of course. Upset. Yeah, okay. I like, the, I like your thinking there. I like your thinking. My thinking is sound and proper and everything else. I'm looking right now. Hold on. How many games, how do, how many games do you have downstairs in your basement that have Lyman software on them? Uh. Uh, well, Metallica, ACDC, um, Spider-Man. I think that's it. I also have Medieval. Oh, d- d- Demo Man, the home version. The home version, yeah. One of the first right ones I worked that. on. Yep. And I had Iron Man. I not, yeah, I had Iron Man. He tweaked it towards the end. I'm sure he made it more awesome than it ever had been before. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, Lyman's a fan. Lyman, we are a fan of you. That is definitely true. It's definitely true. So, Rock Fantasy is your home turf. See, another, we got another Rock Fantasy person here, Bruce. Come on, we'll convert you back yet. Oh, no. No? Nope. Ugh. Especially since the hit was put out and he sees six Stephanie on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am not a good hit man. <laughs> you lost to both of us. You know that, don't you? Uh, yes. That's nice, Bruce. <laughs> that's, that's nice. I know. I well, won exactly 
In fact, it was the same. It was like the same uh, pattern for both of you. It was got crushed the first game. I made a really stupid game choice the second game. I barely won the third game, and then I got crushed the last game, and I was out for both of y'all. But she is a great player. I'm trying to think of the times I played Stephanie. Um, other than that, no, I remember playing Harlan Globetrotters. I know what your ranking is against her. Huh? What? I know what your ranking is against oh, her. Oh, that, that list thing? Okay, what, yeah. what's my ranking? Mine, she is three and six. She's won three and lost six. And those games, and you, and against you, she, because you play more down in Orange County, she, she's won three and lost 13 to you, Ron. Which is bizarre because it's not actually head to head. It's no, just it's like, just an, it's just record in the same. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But the best thing is, she's actually got a winning record against JT Harrison. <laughs> of course. Well, because a lot of that's league and he doesn't show up to every league thing. I. Oh, kind of actually, show up no, to every three. league thing. Nope. You have wins against him. Rock Fantasy Summer Open. Flip Off Hunger. Fantasy Project Pinball Tournament. End of Summer Open. Rock Fantasy Monthly. Monthly. And another monthly. We, we kid, JT. You ever have yes, that one do. guy that you know is going to be late for every tournament? Who's probably going to miss the first round? That's JT. Yep. Yep. Which is probably also why, because a lot of those, it may have been like three rounds. Oh, hey, guys. Hey, I'm showing up finally. Yeah. It, 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 it'll just pay in and play, even if he has no chance, because he's missed so many rounds. What was I saying before? Oh, Harlan Globetrotters. How's the tap passing coming? Um, Keeler doesn't have Harlem in the shop anymore, oh, so I haven't right. really gotten the chance to to um, practice and the last time I saw said Harlem it was out of credits and I don't think we could find the key fail 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 I think he moved it to his place I think it's in one of the sheds now it's in the pirate shed yeah it's like second or third from the edge and on the edge is hurricane which is also out now nothing wrong with that oh yeah you hate, <laughs> you hate hurricane for whatever reason I hate hurricane with a freaking weird passion. game man see <sighs> Bruce has unnatural hate towards a lot of games. Although you'll probably like my uh, choice for game I hate today. It's right up your alley. Oh, boy. So are we going to do some news now? Want to do news? And Steph can, yep, and Steph can join in anytime and pop in and make some comments, and we'll go back and talk more about the love of pinball. Love of pinball. What's going on in the news, Bruce? I was going to leave that up to you. Oh. <laughs> You're killing no, me. I, 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 I don't no, know I what's going on. Well, Steph, actually, before we start, what what do you think of uh, Aerosmith so far? Healer's Aerosmith, I mean, on first play, I liked it. What I don't like about it is that plunging, the, it's, Aerosmith is like, it's like Kiss, where it just it's just one big-ass orbit. I've had a few balls where it's like, you plunge it, and, you know, you soft plunge it, and you hit something wrong and it drains so it hard plunges auto plunges and it goes down the other way i had it go down i had it like soft plunge hit the right slingshot go out the left out lane hard plunge hit a slingshot or the bumpers and go out the right out lane so i'm kind of mad at it right now but past that mishap 
it's pretty fun. I mean, I actually like Aerosmith's music, unlike um, the game that I kind of just compared it to. Sorry, Bruce. No, he knows Kiss sucks. I like Kiss. <laughs> but I actually like the Aerosmith music, too. Yeah, but the Aerosmith, I mean, Aerosmith, it's not a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. The lock shot's kind of hard to get. I usually get it bounce in to bounce in there by accident. But again, I think I mentioned accuracy is one of the things I really have to work on. So it's a really tight shot. The elevator, the orbits are kind of tight shots as well. So that might be why I'm draining so much. Um, but the elevator multiball is pretty cool to get. Um, I like the way that they did the modes because the way that you fill up the flowers to hit the shots, I think. I'm trying to remember. Tim Timball has explained it at some point before the tutorial. Like, when we first got it, and the way he explained it, it came off really cool. The way I play it, it's just like, oh, I lost my ball. Um, <laughs> the, toy, the Toy Fox multiball is pretty cool, watching, it come, watching the balls um, come rolling out like that. Never mind that it's the Indiana Jones game all over again. It's... Yep. It's a cool multiball. Um, I do like the right ramp. It's a pain in the butt, but I like it anyway. Just the way that the ball flows over the ramp is pretty cool. Um, see, I'm not really good at giving impressions because I can never get very far in new games. It usually takes me about a year to get used to a game. <laughs> <laughs> Ron's got good impressions. He does really good impressions. Oh, precious. Well, it's funny. You're... you're um... Your review is almost the same as uh, as far as the, the plunging part. That was Tim's big beef. Yes. Too much plunging, too much plunging. And I was like, do you want the ball, did the game just hand the ball to your flipper, just, just put it right down there for you? He wants uh, Tales of Arabian Nights and uh, World Cup Soccer. Well, and... I mean... <laughs> to me, it's part of like the, the risk-reward that if you want less plunging, then you don't go for any more than three-ball multi-ball. I could say, you know, that's, yeah, you know. True. But the yeah, points, but the, the points. Point? The point is to make you drain. To make yes. you drain and make the game shorter. More money for Keeler and the operator. Crickets. Crickets, Stanley said, <laughs> no. Draining is bad. We don't want draining. We want to play forever. Yeah, I do like that they out of the box went, oh, that elevator kick out is going to be a bitch. And they did the thing that they did with Gene Simmons's head. With um, when it kicks out, the ball save comes on. They do do that for the um, do do. Sorry, <laughs> um, for the elevator. Yeah, I remember the the Brock Fantasy's kiss especially had major issues with the Gene's head. Oh, oh my god! Where it pretty yeah, much just go box. down. The, yeah, out of the box, it would go down the middle every time. That's probably one of my one of my funniest Brock Fantasy stories is the fact that when we had the kiss launch party, we ended it playing. The old kiss. Yes, I remember the that. The new kiss broke down and didn't survive. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty yep. fun. <laughs> I remember that. That was that was the night. That was the first night I won. Uh, that I held the whole cat. I think I won the side tournament that day. Oh, you got the whole cat. That's one of my. That's see. Um, that's on my pinball list. I want the whole. I've cat. held the whole cat twice. I think. Oh. Um. Not never in never in a tournament. Um. In a side tournament, yes. And during league night, yes. But during like an actual open tournament, no. 
Not yet. Damn, I want the Hulk head. Because I've gotten, I got the Indonesian bowling pin of doom. Uh, I just need the uh, Hulk head. I need, yes, I need yes. the Hulk head to complete my, my, my pinball goals. See, those are my goals. You were saying, Bruce? No, I'm just saying, I'm just laughing at your goals, guys. Well, don't forget, Howard does have a tournament coming up, what, next weekend, right? That is correct. And you're uh, both going to be there, I hope. Is that next week? Yes, it is, 29th. It's the 29th. I have no sense of time. When's the 28th? Next Saturday. No, it's the 20th. It is? It's the 29th. 28th would be Friday. Okay. I'm looking at my calendar. So yeah. Oh, right, it's Tuesday. I thought it was Friday for some reason. Wow. Wow. I wish it was I Friday. I want the work be, to be I, over. I'm sorry. I'm like, it, it's Tuesday. It feels like Friday. That's that's not good. I'm going to be really upset tomorrow morning. <laughs> yes, yes, you will. No, uh, Ron, are you looking forward to Aerosmith? I've already played it. What are you talking no, about? No, no, no. Forward to it. What do you mean forward you to it? We can touch the box. Touch the box? What are you talking oh, about? God. I don't... I, what did we send a check away for, you bonehead? Oh, oh can, we, can we, we can talk about that? A little bit. Oh, all right. But, but I, I didn't know. Bruce, well, we're not say Bruce, you know, it's like, don't talk about this. Don't talk about this. Yeah, well, I got to make sure. We, I, a little bit. We, 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 have, we have a deal in place. That's we have all a deal. Say, but it's... We bought part of Stern. We are now one of the investors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have fired the people Bruce doesn't like. Oh, God. <laughs> there were so many. <laughs> we, have, we have gotten Keith Johnson away from Jersey Jack. He will be joining Stern. And he's going to finish Wheel of Fortune. He's going to finish Wheel of Fortune <laughs> finally for everyone to enjoy. Yes. All 500 of them that exist. Okay, there's maybe more, more than fun. that, but sorry. So what's going on in Pinball News, Bruce? Uh, first, a uh, cool thing coming up. I saw it on uh, Fun With Bonus a couple days ago. The Morristown Game Vault is going to have a three-day tournament. Now, to review, is that the place that's in it's in a bank it's in a form bank. of the bank have you been there steph no but i do know where morristown is so that's not that far that's just down 287 like yeah. all of 287 yep so uh it, qualifying takes place may 19th from 5 to 11 and may 20th from 10 to 11 the finals are on the 21st so how far is it from me you're, you're going you? distance, yeah, me. An hour further than, middle, than Middletown. An hour and ten minutes further. Yeah, so over three hours. Okay. But it's closer than eight on the break. Okay, so it's between three and three and a half hours. I got you. Yes, yes. So it's going to be, the entry fee is $15 for an all-day pass to include to enjoy 100 games, plus $5 for three qualifying games, or $10 for seven games. Enter as many times as you want. There's two divisions, advanced and novice. Number of finals is to be determined by the number of players entered. Winners will receive trophies, prizes, and bragging rights. And the good thing about this is the tournament proceeds will go towards leukemia and lymphoma society. So, very cool thing. And hotel room block is uh, reserved at the Morristown Hyatt. And is there a website we can go to look at all this wonderful information? MorristownGameVault.com. That's www. Uh, Morristown Game Vault, all one word, dot com. Got it. Yep, so definitely want to check that out. Uh, more news. We hit 100 likes on Facebook. We did? Woo-hoo! We did. We did. We did. I need to go to our Facebook page more often. You Congrats, guys. That's freaking awesome. It is, actually. I was, 
happy about it too. I have not checked iTunes today. Though, I think we got a couple more. Well, last time I was there, there was eight reviews or eight whatever. Did that last time? Then I went again, and it was ten. So that's at least two okay. more. Let's go look at them and see what they look like. But in between that, let's get a jump start on Allentown news. Uh, one of the guys who is uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Jamie Brundridge, is actually selling playfield protectors, the ones that are made over in Europe. He's actually doing a bulk deal where he's going to get all of them shipped to Allentown. He has a booth at Allentown. So if you buy them on the Playfield Protectors website, you're going to pay $98, and you'll get free shipping, and you can pick them up in Allentown. What is a Playfield Protector? Just a big thing of Mylar? Protector, it's the piece of Mylar? It's the made of Vi- Vivac, which is a PET-G plastic, which uh, it's, laser, it's CNC lasered cut. And it makes your playfield smooth again. So what you do is you take the whole top piece off your whole playfield, you lay the sheet down, and you put everything back over it, and it protects it and makes it like say if you have like an older game, aka a stars, and you have uh, inserts that are sunken or raised. This will actually make it so it's smooth again. Want to play probably obscenely fast. Yes, okay. yes, it will. Of course. <laughs> I figured there was an ulterior motive there. Of course. Uh, it's only 0.5 of a millimeter thick. It's even less visible, and there's less new, less adjusting of switches, because what it used to be, it used to be a lot thicker. So when your ball rolled over the switches, you have to adjust them to re-make them work better. But for $98, you get a whole smooth play field. It's good for the older games. I would definitely recommend it. I've actually been thinking about it. They do make one for, uh, I think, Nine Ball. I'm going to look right now in the search. They do make one for Paragon, too. Nope, they don't want to make one for Nine Ball, but they do make one for Paragon and Harlem. They make one for Harlem. So for 98 bucks and free shipping, so you just grab it and go. Right, it's a good deal. So there's five days left in this deal. So the deal you can't, after the 23rd of April... You can't get the free shipping to Allentown. You can't pick it up at Allentown. It's only for that. So when you actually purchase these and you go into the cart, you do for shipping, you're going to push in Allentown. Definitely, I would definitely hook it up if you're planning on getting one of these and it's cheaper than what's on the price on the, on it. So go for it. Ron also gave me some good news today. I did. Yes, you did. What was that? About, uh, about the uh, downloads we've been getting lately. Downloads we've been getting lately? Oh, oh, just our statistics. <laughs> yes. Once again, thanks to all our listeners for our, our continued awesome stats. Yes. We, we like to see that. I was blown away. Yeah, I'm always blown. I'm blown away if more than 10 people listen, honestly. <laughs> I, know. I know. I was blown away when at least I had three or four listeners come up to me at, at, at um, Papa. Really, you know, we got guys—guys guys from Pittsburgh, guys from Georgia, guys from California. Like we're 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 countrywide, man. International. Oh, we're international. Yeah, you got That's from Australia, right? Who writes yep. in regularly? We gotta go to Australia someday just to, to meet our Australian listeners. That'd be kind of cool, actually. I'd be digging that. I wouldn't be digging the plane flight, though. That would suck. The Slam Tilt World Tour. The Slam Tilt World Tour. I think think we're going to repurpose the Harlem Globetrotters, and we're just going to call it the Slam Tilt World Tour. Well, they have goofy artwork of us, like, on top of a globe instead of the Harlem Globetrotters. It will have, like, Tim Balls and all the other characters, like Steve Bowden. You know, it could be on there. 
That's freaking what do you think? Hilarious. Yeah, I think that's I a like good it. idea, actually. You could just put all these characters on there. Artists, make it happen. But the numbers the have spinners. been very impressive. The spinners? Yes. The spinners. The left one would be Bruce's head. The, the caricatures. <laughs> the left one would be Bruce's head from the caricature. The right one from <laughs> We'll make it like kiss, like the back of it's a tongue. So you just flip it, and it's like Gene's tongue coming out <laughs> or something like that. Well, no, you would have to have Beavis and Butthead on the other side. Oh, yes, oh actually, which yeah. Which one of you is Beavis and which one of you is Butthead, though? I'm Beavis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm Beavis. Sorry. I call Beavis. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Bruce. Damn it. No. <laughs> you got to go, uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. We did get one. We did get one uh, from iTunes. From the Beavis and Butthead intros to different segments, this is one of my favorite podcasts. Thank you, great pinball. Uh, piece two zero 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 one. Wow, a lot of zeros. But keep them coming, guys, on iTunes, please. We love the support. Even I realized last week at the end of the podcast we were we were so into it we completely forgot to do our usual plugs at the end for like the web page, the YouTube page, the the email, and such. I was just so giddy getting uh, a sharp. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, Steph, if you heard it. I mean, he, he got oh, yeah. so overexcited about Sharp's dislike of Twilight Zone. I did. Yes. Oh, yes, just... I remember. You were you were practically jumping out of your seat, it sounded like. I was. I was so excited. First, he's like, he's talking about originally how, oh, I loved the Twilight Zone. I grew up with it. I loved him. I'm like, oh, no, another lover. And then he turns around and spun it 180. You, you realize he was talking about the fact that in a tournament – there was only one strategy for it, but there was know, sti- but there still. was a lot of other cool things in the game. But you never go for it in a tournament, and that was his issue. Not and necessarily that? that the game was complete crap. He said he hated uh, it. Uh, he said he hated it. You cannot. And your title even you wrote the title. Yeah, I did. I did write so the title. So guess what? Winner. Wait, Twilight Zone <laughs> is a Bally? It's it's Williams yes. under William with Bally. the Bally name. Yes. Yeah, for uh, let's see. I'll do it. Let's quick, go through history. Quick, now. quick, quick history lesson in around what eighty eight? I think it was around eighty eight. Eighty eight, eighty nine. After Blackwater, what is it? Five hundred. One hundred. One hundred. Blackwater one hundred was the last Bally game. After that, they were bought by Williams. Williams, being smart, knowing there, there, there's there's still money to be made off the Bally name, they kept the Bally name. But basically, any anything that says Bally on it after Blackwater one hundred is actually a Williams game. Now Atlantis, uh, Atlantis, right, is the mutt of them all. Oh, what is it? It's half and half. Using, oh, some of the parts. Using, okay. It's still using the sixty-eight hundred three board set. It's the last game to use it, but it's using the Williams System Eleven soundboard. Oh, right. Know. I can't make a thumbs up in audio. Sorry. No. <laughs> Two thumbs up. <laughs> we gotta get Steph into the tech side so she knows what sixty-eight hundred three is. As I ask you every yes. week, what it is because I keep forgetting the number. And what is sixty-eight hundred three, Ron? It's it's after it's the board set they used after the um, what, what's the other one called? Well, they're the regular board set they used forever. They went to sixty-eight hundred three, which is known so for two why things. Why is it called? Why is it called sixty-eight hundred three? Oh, uh, is that what the CPU is or something? Yes, it is. Very yeah. good. That's the CPU chip. Yeah, it's basically known for two things: having a crap load of lights because yep. they could support it, and having a horrific number pad thing. That you were supposed to use to change all the settings. Everyone hated. I swear to God. It sucks, but there's a ton of information in there. 
it's good and bad. I've been using it now for the eight ball champ. I had to turn off the eight extra balls. That took me ten minutes. Yeah, that that's not yeah. a good thing. No, ten but minutes. I know, but there's so much information that you can do on it once you access it and get used to it. It's actually kind of cool. Yeah, but, too much, too much yeah. info. Yeah, let me just read the manual. Change dip switch to turn off. Oh, boom! There, done. I know. I yeah. agree. I'm right yeah. with you. Fail. So you were saying Allentown? Allentown coming up. So, uh, Steph, are you going to Allentown? Yes. I'm going to try to go Saturday because Friday I have this lame thing called work, which I need uh, to go. I took off. I take off every year. I take off Thursday and Friday. Yeah, I'm not used to this concept of having vacation time. It's relatively new to me still. And so I'm like, trying to ration it out as much as I can. And by the time I thought, oh, I could take that day off, it was too late to request it anyway. I say there's there's advantages and disadvantages to getting into pinball later like I did. Disadvantage is my skills were already eroding before I even had them because I was too old. But oh positive, my. positive, I had a lot of vacation time, so I could actually go to a lot of shows. So, Alan, so you're going to play in the tournament stuff? Most likely, yes. The good thing about that limit, the tournament is there's limited entries. Oh, is there? Yeah, it's yes, a limited. There is. It's like, oh, what is it? I can't remember how many a day it is. But you can only play like 10 or 12 a day, and then your scores have to hold up. Which means okay, you can so... actually enjoy the rest of the show. And the uh, farmer's market. Yes. yes. And you can stop by the booth and visit the pinballlifter.com guys and get an autograph from Ron and Bruce, the slam till podcast, the banners getting built, uh, getting Ron? done. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to be there as an autograph. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. The, the, I'm getting the banner done. Is it going to be like Elvira at, at the Texas show? Am I going to have a line going out the door? I hope so. I'll be in the farmer's market. I'll also be out in the, um, the outdoor, the flea market. Well, actually it's outdoor and indoor. Yes. Just, it is. uh, Perusing for pinball parts. Yes, always. Always been, and, and who knows? Maybe we'll help Steph buy a pinball machine. Although it is Allentown, the prices can tend to be a little. Eh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I wait for pin. Uh, now, Steph, if you're going to buy a pinball machine this year, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, Fantastic's probably a better bet. Oh, yeah? Prices were really good there last year. Prices tend to be a little better, yeah. Allentown, I, I don't know. The last few years, and you'll see like, I don't know, just just games that are not in very good shape for ridiculous prices. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just eh. But I did, I did get the nine ball at the old Pintastic, and I got the I got the what was it? Every year I've gotten a machine at Allentown. Last year was the eight ball deluxe. The year before was hot dogging. Yeah, hot dogging. You gotta love that when you pick up a game and some dude comes up to you. Oh, I got an NOS playfield for that. Would you, you want it? I don't know how you run into all this luck, Bruce, with the games. It's kind of ridiculous. I, I just well, Steph, did you you heard the story about hot dogging, right? Mm, I heard the story of it blowing up when you put the switches <laughs> oh, yes. in. Oh well, that's, that's simple too. Yes, <laughs> I like well, that story I better. And I remember it at your house, but I don't remember the story of your acquisition of hot dogging. I got the hot dog, and I, I knew the guy who was selling the hot dog, and I've known him for years, and uh, he pulls off the truck, and I go, what's in the truck? And he goes, oh, there's an old Bally back there. I'm like, oh, which one? 
He goes, hot dog. And I'm like, oh, we'll pull it out. I'm, I want it. I'm interested first. He goes, you've got first dibs. So he pulls it out, opens up the head, powers it up, no sound and no flippers. I'm like, oh, well, how much you want for it? He goes, price, blah, blah, blah. The play field in the middle, in the middle of the inserts, right going straight down in between the flippers, it says hot dogging. And it's worn. It's worn like four inches on each side of it. The play field was terrible. So we started dicking around. I said, I'll buy it anyway. I like an old Bally. I had three of the wide bodies. This would be number four. So I bring it back to the booth. Actually, I didn't bring it back to the booth. I let it set up. It was set up in his area still. And about an hour later, I'm sitting in my booth. And guy comes up. He goes, hey, I heard you bought the hot dog. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. He goes, well, you want to buy a play field for it too? And I knew who it was. It was the guy who's selling it was actually the guy who runs York. I said, well. Yeah, uh, how much you want for the playfield? He goes, oh, well, I got this much. And it was $150, Steph, for a brand new NOS playfield. That's a good deal, I take it? Oh, my God. I'm like, well, where is it? You know, do you have it with you? He's like, no, 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 my wife has them. Like, so I'm sitting there like, I don't want to ship anything. He goes, but I'll have her bring it up in another hour or two. Two hours later, I gave him the money. Two hours later, we're sitting in my booth. Ron comes over, he goes, what's this? Because he saw me, he bought the play, he bought the game. I said, well, somebody just sold me this. He's like... No way. And then at the time, Ron was a hater of hot dogging. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say he was the, the disliker of hot dogging. So we bought we played the other one that was at the show, and what did Ron do? He became a liker of hot dogging. Got in love with the the beautifulness of Bally's. The, the beautifulness of a skiing theme because that does so well. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Wipeout is such a great game. <laughs> No, it's not. Uh, you ever see Wipeout, Steph? Um, With the ski lift thing? I feel like there was one at the Sanctum. I also feel like it was the one that was not working. That sounds about right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it has the ski lift. It doesn't the thing like do the path of an adventure where it like moves back and forth when the ball comes down yes. or something like that? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I like the slingshot flipper sort of a thing on hot dog and i don't think i played this when i was at your house bruce oh hot dog or maybe i did i don't even remember I, I played something in that area was it this i don't remember the slingshot flipper but that looks interesting slash super annoying oh it's great and on the right hand side this the right side drain area like the middle drain area if you get the center lane the k in the center lane up top uh, upkick post holds up there, and then when it goes on the right-hand side drain area, the ball gets mm-hmm. stopped, and it counts down your bonus, and then kicks the ball back into play. So I, I got a question for you, Bruce. I have an answer for you. Are, are you are you going to ground your games now so Steph doesn't get a shock? Nope. I mean, if you don't care about me, at least you should care about Steph. Well, Steph's not coming up here right away, so I have time. <laughs> well, Steph needs to get points, though, because... Ron's going to have a tournament this summer. That's what I've been told. Yep. Yeah. How does that sound, Steph? Three hours away from you? What, Albany area? Yeah, Albany. Albany no, that should be closer if she's if Orange County That's is like her home base. Two and a half hours. Yeah. That's like two and a half hours. Um, and I can, yeah. There are so people eight. I could visit up there and make that into a day. Yeah. That, there you That's, go. That's not far at all. The idea was to uh, have it like a dialed-in 
you know, it's kind of like the you know rock fantasy no, has all the launch parties. And oh, yeah, but Bruce is convinced <laughs> that the dialed in is not arriving till like next year. Wait well, a like, Now hold on. One of the the dialed ins are going to be coming out when they said. Uh, actually, I got an email from my distributor, and uh, it was one of those things where I think it said I wasn't supposed to say anything. Let, let me read it here. <laughs> I, I love those Whoops. kind of uh, you know don't don't say Here's anything. Here's your information, but do not repeat this to anyone. Yeah, do not do, do not repeat it. But it's eh, it's it's just very vague, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's not nothing official. But I mean, it's yeah, look it's doing? looking more summerish now. Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, stop, you doing? stop. <laughs> you are so negative. Okay. It's I not feel negative, like it was a launch party that didn't have the uh, actual game. Like, I feel like the Ghostbusters launch party or something like that at Rock... One of the Rock Fantasy launch parties, Stern decided to push back the delivery of the game or the distributor did. Um, I don't remember what exactly happened, but it was a launch party or some kind of thing like that without said game. So this could be the... We bet that we would have dialed in Let's See If It Actually Happens tournament. I like that. I like that. I say we tell Jersey Jack, hey, we're going to have a tournament on such and such date in the summer. We want the game early. We made a bet on dialed in. Jersey Jack, answer the call. Answer the call, Jersey Jack. Well, I, I read well, from the email I'm not supposed to divulge. It, it, it should be here by the summer, hopefully. Maybe. Maybe not. The summer, wait a second. The summer ends September 20th. Oh, no, before then. No, before then. Before then. I'm just saying, the summer ends September 20th. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, they also um, the the New York State rep, IFPA representative wanted to have a, like a tournament in my house, so he, he could gauge it for possibility of using it for the state finals. Oh, so we have to do so. So, definitely. so yes, that was that was expressed to me during Papa. Good. Oh, state finals, like state state finals, state yes. state finals, yes, real state finals out of New York City. The New- New York City Finals. Yeah, the New York City Finals. Because, you know, after... Tri-State, the, tri- well, the Tri-State Selfies. If, if you listen to the, the podcast last week, and I mentioned, like, with the, the Super League, you know, losing most of its, you know, whatever, and, and Josh kind of said, well, you know, it like it hadn't. Well, I, now I see what he means, because I just happened to go there to look up to see if the Papa points had posted, and I looked at the New York State, or should I say New York City rankings, Mm-hmm. And like 15 of the 16 top ones are all super leaguers. Yes, they are. Yeah. yeah. Super league is still kind of jacked. Yeah. The only one who's not is our our friend Eric Russell. Yes, he is. He's hanging oh. on in 16th. Yep. Yeah. I mean, New York City also has a lot more, more tournaments than. Well, it's going to get worse now. You know else. that, Ron, don't you? It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Why is it going to get worse? The Tri State Selfie League. Oh, what's what's the Tri State Selfie League? Oh, you haven't heard that exactly either. Exactly what have it you? sounds like. Uh, yep. Well, it's, I've gotten Facebook things for it, but I haven't really paid attention. Oh yes, it's it's for New York City, New Jersey, and they're trying to get either Connecticut or Philadelphia to join also. So more points for each state. Philadelphia. Yeah, that's out of state, Bruce. But well, Pennsylvania. But, <laughs> but they're saying Philadelphia area they like to try, or Connecticut, which would be the sanctum. Yeah, basically the sanctum. Yes. Uh, well, can I just take pictures of my own games and submit them as nope. a selfie? No. No. Why nope. not? Only eight on a break, or uh, modern, or sunshine. 
Uh, I think one of those, or Sunshine, maybe it was Sunshine instead of Modern. I think it was, maybe you're right. But yeah, just, you know, another chance for us to fall further and further behind. But maybe they won't do it next year because there'll be a dollar charge for every tournament they run. Mm. Steph, what's your thoughts on that? I understand why people are upset about it because money is a thing and can be kind of annoying to come by, but, and it might discourage less competitive players especially if they have to pony up the extra dollar. And for tournament organizers who want to offset that, if you have a large amount of players come in, now suddenly you have to pay, you know, X amount of dollars. It's what, a dollar a person, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, I mean, that could add up real fast. And if you're going from a purely financial standpoint, the cost could outweigh the benefit real quick. But... From a competitive standpoint, from the idea of funding the finals and making it such that the prize pools are bigger, making the stakes higher for those who are in the higher end of competitive echelons, it makes sense from that standpoint. It's whether it'll balance out. We'll see who's like more competitive in tournaments and leagues and who's more, I guess, casual because in the end, we're all paying in only a small percentile will get any long-term benefit of that because the finals, you know, there's a limited amount of qualifiers and of that only one person advances to the finals in the nationals, right? Yep. For the state. From yeah. the states to yeah, the so yes. I know. I forget. Did they have it so that the prize pool paid out the top 16 or was it only the top four? Top, top 16. 16, like 70, okay. Okay. yeah, that was one of the, like 75% actually goes to the the actual state final, and then 25% is to the Nationals. On another podcast, I actually heard a great idea. The winner gets taxed. The winner gets taxed with the fee. The winner gets taxed? What does that mean? So like a winner, because people are saying most of the people who are going to win have a chance to be in this top 16. Okay, wait a minute. So so if I'm in a tournament with 30 people, if I win, I pay 30 bucks. Yes, you're, the, you're part of the money of the winning money, say usually it's 40 or 50%. $30 would come off that. So as a winner's tax. Maybe I thought that was actually a pretty good tax, idea. Because, operator's tax? Well, instead of paying, and say if there's 30 people, instead of the 30 people paying, the winners really got to be paying for it because the odds of that winner's points going towards the finals and getting him to the state finals, he's actually paying for everyone to be involved. I like that, actually. That was actually a good idea. Like I said, I, I reserve judgment. We'll see how it goes. But after kind of looking at the top 16 for New York, I kind of feel like I'm just paying a dollar to other people again. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of players who will feel like that. Yeah. I know. So I, agree. I can understand I agree. Plus, why there would be and, some backlash against it. And plus, another thing that was brought up that was so from another podcast, the Flippin' Podcast, I think it was, uh, they were talking about how Papa and Pinberg gets all their rankings from IFPA. Now, if there's suppressed players or players who don't want to be putting in the dollar, the rankings are going to be all fucked up now. So now, people, people who are now you know starting off could be starting off in a really crappy group or being like in a D starting position eventually or a B starting or a C starting out and move their way up, get the first round easy and then get a nice jumping. It's going to screw everything up. It really can screw everything up. I agree with that part of it, but 
paid a fucking dollar. <laughs> That's all I say. Okay, so so you want me to go up to pay to, pay. to pay? Hey, New York City, here's my dollar. Here, here's that, here's my dollar. Here you go. It's gonna be that. Yeah, it is gonna be that. But guess what? We always have the upstate finals. And well, and we have Buffalo. Like your one shot, your one shot to get major points to possibly get a chance to be in the New York City finals. That's true. This is what it what it boils down to. I don't know. If I sound less than enthusiastic this week, that's that kind of bummed Bronco me out. discouraged. That kind of bummed me out. Yeah, when I saw that, it's like, oh, it really hasn't changed. It's pretty much the same. I mean, it Tim, hasn't at all. Tim is like 18th. That's I'm way down there. I'm kind of frightening. Yeah, that's kind of frightening. Tim Balls is 18th. Considering how he plays. Yeah. Of course, it's uh, yeah, someone of, of that skill level is only 18th. That's that's crazy. It also depends on the number of events, too. Because a lot of his stuff is like the Sanctum and things like Papa where he play, you know. Yeah, he's busy winning every knockout at the Sanctum ever or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he won at the Sanctum again. I think they were giving him heat for that. <laughs> I love when he takes shit for winning. That's always good. So uh, what were we talking about? Oh, the, we were talking Allentown. about the points. Oh, we were talking about Allentown. Okay. So, yeah, Allentown. Allentown's going to be cool. So, Steph, what... what what was your first pinball show? Me? Yeah. Like actual um, show. Well, it wouldn't have been Pinfest. It would have been an Allentown convention called the Wizards Pinball Convention. Ooh, just the winter one. No, no. no the It would have been the May one. It was because Pinfest, it, it only started using the name Pinfest, what, 2013, 2014? Yeah, yep. it was, I've yep. been buying it. Yeah. Yep. I have shirts in my closet Let's say Wizards Pinball Convention 1999-2000. I don't know if that was just my dad getting me shirts or if it's my dad's shirts or what, but I know that when my dad and I, you know, that kind of became a habit of ours to go to the Allentown Convention. Um, I've never been to York. I have a white rose shirt from 1990-something. I think it is 99. I don't think I went to that. I think Dad brought that back for me. But my first show would have been the Wizards Pinball. Um, so Pinfest before it was Pinfest. Um, and I remember being, you know, looking at all these games. When I was a kid, I hated EMs because I was at the level of, well, it's just going to hit something and go down. What? This is not fun. So I would find the two or three games that I liked at the time, also known as if Allentown didn't have a Monster Bash, I was bored in 10 minutes. Um, and I remember watching people play at the one-handed um, tournaments and at the main tournament and going, wow, people play in tournaments? I could never do that. <laughs> Actual thoughts from me. Um, I do remember being um, amused by the pinball parts. Um I had never played a pinbot, or at least I thought I never had. I think I had a video game of it, like a old handheld thing of it, but I never knew that I played a pinbot. But I just my earliest memory of that is Allentown seeing the uh, spiral skill shot thing and going, "That's a cool thing," and my dad going, "Yes, that is from Pinbot." <laughs> oh, at the parts desk. And yeah. So as yeah. a kid. Yeah, like, the parts kind of fascinated, like, ooh, shiny thing that I don't understand what it does. That was probably, that was probably James's booth. 
pinball, what was it called? Pinball Inc. Yeah, Pinball Inc. Because he had that. It was always the ramps table. He'd have all the ramps, and then he'd have the little spiral thing, and he'd have like the No Fear Mountain thing. It was always there. That's, that's interesting, because that was my first show also. And when I went there, it was in the mall, the strip mall, whatever that, that they had before. It was oh, yes. at the fairgrounds where it is now. Oh, I think it was at the fairgrounds by the time I started going, because yeah. I remembered the endlessly long farmer's market of amazingness, mm. which is still amazing. It is still amazing. And I can't wait. Yep. I think it was only at the strip mall like the first year I went there. So that was 2004. So that means from 2005 on, it's been at the uh, the fairgrounds. Oh, so it must have moved away from the fair. Either that or I'm just remembering wrong. I don't know. I was like 10. <laughs> well, was that the fairgrounds? Like 2005, it started being at the fairgrounds, but it was just on one side. Yeah. Like the smaller uh, side. Yeah. And then, and then it moved to like the larger side. And now it's like the entire building. Which is kind yeah, of amazing. I remember it used to be it used to cohabitate with some kind of computer show, right? Like there was some kind of electronics yeah, thing going on on the other show, side. Yeah, there was a computer show, and then there was a, like one year there was a car show, and they had a car outside. Yeah, there would always be. I feel like there was a gun show one time too. That, that's Either possible. that, or they were advertising for a gun show. Um, guns is in firearms. I should clarify. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not sure. I didn't. You no, know, you're right. There was. So that's coming up. That's the. Jesus, that's just in a couple couple weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. That's going to be and awesome. And you get to deliver a game in three weeks, that means. Yeah, Scott's going to – Scott doesn't know if he's going to be there. If not, I, I'm going to drop it off with a vendor that he knows. His target pool of awesomeness. Ugh. <laughs> hey, I like the game. I like the game, it's, but it's, that one sounds like not a fun game at all. Well, hey, for what he paid for it, he's, I'm sure he'll be very happy. So let's see. What what other news do we got? Mm, oh, it's a yawn. God. It's a yawn. Okay, so I think we're ready for the games you like, games you hate. Yes, totally. As our guest, Steph. You get to go first. Game you like or game okay. you hate. Okay, so I get game choice, not order? You get game <laughs> choice or order. You can do either or. Um, I'll go last. <laughs> okay. Okay. There, there you go. There, Ron, as the host, you go first. So for a game I like, and I brought it up last week and got a groan from Bruce, so I knew I had to use it. Road Kings. Yeah. There we go. I got another groan. Mission accomplished. I, I, I found it thoroughly enjoyable. And yeah. for a game I dislike, I have. And I played this at um, Papa when I was there. Just doing alley passes back and forth, and it's just, eh. I just, it's another wide body, I believe. Amazing Spider-Man. Oh God, it's bad. With the wonderful like system oh. one sounds, do 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 do, but not 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 cool like Countdown. It is a wide body, and uh, they have one at the game uh, museum of play up here in Rochester. How about you, Bruce? What do you got for me? Game I like. Okay. Williams. Of course. Nope. Nope. Blowing you all out of the water. It's EM day today. Aztec. Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. I just played that Aztec. at Papa. 
It's uh, that's the game with the uh, right hand. You go in and it kicks it out, and if you're lucky, it hits the bumper, goes in. You, it, you yep. get points, and if you're lucky, it'll do that like ten times, which I've seen happen. And, yeah, or how many letters you have in Aztec spelled? If you have one letter, it's five thousand per time. If you have two letters, ten, and you go all the way up. Does it have a spinner? It does on the left hand side. If you hit the middle lane, you get you get the nice spin spins. It also. Also has a um, doesn't it have a target right um, dead between the flippers? Which oh, is no, no, no. Or am I thinking not. of another game? I'm I'm trying to think because one of the guys in the uh, Orange County Pinball Club has it. I might be thinking. Am I mixing it with Con the Con Monaco that game? Um, the one with the moving Monaco? target. Yeah, uh, the, the four player. Target. That's Howard's game. Howard is, uh, cans or Con, or if you want to attempt to be French, which. I'm probably totally fucking that up. Um, <laughs> See, she swore first first time. Great. Oh, really? I haven't oh, sworn. You can swear all you time? want. You can swear you all you want. You should. I'm just a sailor. You should, I'm, I'm, yeah, you should hear it during the Orange County Pinball Club nights. Yeah, I. Not as bad as me. Uh, well, Bruce. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Bruce. I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah. I. We would have to have someone stand by, you know, never mind the yawn counter. We would need a swear counter. And Hello? use the random phone. Hello? 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 <laughs> Welcome. Right. You're on the Slam Till Podcast. What, what, what do you got for us? Caller, no. what do you have? Caller, <laughs> you are the third caller. You win nothing. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, Aztec, good I game. Got- Okay, what do you hate? What Gottlieb System 3 are we picking this week? Fail on your account. We're going EM, baby. It's an EM day for Bruce. Really? Okay, an e- a EM. Bally EM. A Bally EM that you hate. Ooh, okay. Yes. Odds and evens. What the hell is odds and evens? Oh, you know it so well. It's with the cheesy guy from like the 70s with the wire, thin wire mustache. It's a single player Bally from 1973 72. Oh, All right, I'm, I'm I'm looking it up now. It's yeah, a roulette it. game. It's a roulette game. It's terrible. Um, where are the shots? There is none. What the hell is on the right? <laughs> There's like a just, gate and then another gate and yeah, it's just a terrible game. All right, so I'm looking at it. All right, so we got. Well, we got no spinners. So number nope. one, number one yeah. penalty. It has what one, two, three different like gates. Well, it's got yeah. two gates and then a wire form thing on the left. Three pop uppers right in the middle. A hole directly in front of you. Oh, there's another gate thing on the. Bo- oh, Jesus! It's terrible. One, two, three, four of them. Yeah, it it doesn't look very good. No, it's terrible. The bumpers are off center, and it. Of from the from the wheel, and it's annoying me. <laughs> yep. See, so I picked a good hate, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. It looks crappy. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It does, it does. to move like two inches to the left. Someone's gonna write in and say, "How dare you pick that? It's a great. Have you ever played it?" Yes, and they always sell cheap at freaking Allentown. It's one few games you can actually find really cheap at Allentown. So, Steph. Yes. Fix. Okay, so I already said Monster Bash, Medieval Madness, and Metallica. That would be cheating. Y'all know I like Harlem, so that would be cheating. So I'm going to go next on my list. 
This is a game. Um, you'll probably they'll just find out what who made it. <laughs> it's a Gottlieb, apparently. <gasps> it's an EM Gottlieb. You're okay with EM Gottliebs, right? They're okay. Um, three hundred. Huh. Bowling theme from three hundred. Yep. Yes. Yeah. The only I like thing it. I don't like about about three hundred, I'm going to be honest with you, is that mm-hmm. off center spinner. It's a little off centered, isn't it? If I remember correctly. Yeah, it's it, it's tilted a little bit. It's yes. that can be annoying. I I know what you mean, but I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's satisfying enough. Let me just pull it up here because it's it's got the uh, oh yeah, I have no trouble with the off center spinner. Yeah, it's doesn't it have the um the back box animation. With the yes. uh, the balls, yes, it has the um, bonus balls. Yep, yes. <laughs> Which is kind of it's. I think it's the same mech as like uh, they have a soccer game. Yes, a soccer one also. Yeah, yes. and I think it does the exact same thing, and they pr- they probably reuse the same stuff. Oh yeah, it's got it's got this, the lanes on the side. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a good game. Yeah, it's a fun game. Game you hate. Better be um, a god. Be very disappointed in you. Um. <laughs> I wouldn't know if you told me. Um, you're actually going to be disappointed in me because I think you had this game. Ooh. Um, it is, yeah, it's a stern of the early variety. Um, not not early as in stars early, early as in Monopoly early. But it's not Monopoly. It's the Simpsons Pinball Party. Yay! Oh. Yes! Or, as I like to call it, the Simpsons Houseball Party, which is exactly why I hate it. You just didn't play the right ones. Oh, no, she's I right. Yes, I mean, 100%. Look, oh, see? I Come on, stay stay with your, played, your, your gut. It's, it's shit. No. Come on. No, it's not. The ones that ah. I played, I mean, I've seen people get good scores on it. Um, Zen came up from the city once and played it for like an hour and got some ridiculous score on it, but it's like, you just have to grind and hit, oh, it's a grind. hit all the shots over and over again. And for me, it was more often than not plunge, attempt to get a squishy, fail to get a squishy drain. Okay. Fantastic. I now have a score of 5,000. And I just, the shots, never really, <laughs> the shots never really seemed to be that fun. It was more frustrating than not. I think on the way home from Allentown, um, because I have a habit of this, I passed by a laundromat, so I just kind of pulled in to see if it had pinball. It did. It was a Simpsons pinball party. I was not that upset that I couldn't get to it. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Because there was like a dumpster in the way or some kind of wagon or chair or it was off. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I couldn't get to it. And I was just like, all right, I wouldn't pay the 50 cents anyway. <laughs> Maybe Maybe if my if my ability to navigate rule sets was better, maybe if my shot accuracy was better, I might learn to like it. I'm not gonna say that I hate a game forever and ever. I was gonna say Bram Stoker's Dracula, and I finally got on that game's good side for about five minutes and got a Grand Champ score of like seven of seven hundred million on that thing. So I can't say I hate it anymore, even though those free targets are pain in the ass. Um, 10 million, 20 million, 30 million. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. They, what, didn't say someone, they, they like the jackpot call, so maybe I shouldn't. 30 million. There Back when go. we actually could afford to get the star to do the, the voice. 
Yes. <laughs> That's one thing I noticed on a lot of these well, Wayne's games. Well, you got Ernie games. Hudson, right, for Ghostbusters, right? Uh, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you play, like, Demo Man, and they're Stallone doing actual calls. Jesus, you play Dirty Harry with, like, Clint Eastwood. It was old then, and even he's doing voiceovers. You know, you play Dracula, you get, you know, you, you get Dracula himself on the game. It's like they can't really do that anymore. I mean, they got what's-his-face for Star Trek, but that's only because he was a pinhead. He wanted to do it. They got Adam West because they just dug him up. And... <laughs> but he doesn't even sound like Adam West anymore. He sounds horribly old. If you squeeze the flippers, it's not that bad. <laughs> yes, old chum. I'm really yes, old. old chum. Yeah. Yes, when you don't sound like yourself anymore because you're so old, it's time to stop. Just move on. Move on. Milk it for all you can, uh, Adam. He, he's got money. He's Mayor West. Most people know he's I Mayor know. West. They don't even know he's Batman. I know. I love that. Batman. All right, so I love it. You ready it. for the goodness? I love it. What Goodness of what? The mail ball bag. Oh, God. The slam ball bag, yes. No, I, the I, mail ball bag. Please, We're there's, la- there's the ladies present. Bag. Come on. Do you know, know you know shame? Okay, Steph, what name do you like better? The slam tilt ball what? bag or the mail or ball the mail bag? Ball bag. That's so bad. I think having you guys argue over it every episode is the best way. There you go. Oh, oh. <laughs> there you Which go. Which one do you prefer? Um, slam ball or mail ball? Um, well, it depends. Do you want to just describe a scrotum or do you want to describe being kicked in the nuts? <laughs> <laughs> it it leaves it to your imagination. Uh, it's you know it's so long. I I actually forget what I put for the description. I think I call it the slam ball bag I, I, in the actual description. Yes, something like that. If that's what you described it as, then perhaps that's what you should have it as. It's a slam yep. ball bag. Well, unless you want it to be, but I go for the the fun one. Oh, we've stayed on this way too long. Uh, I'll read the first one. Are you, do you really have the? Just call it the scroll. We'll be done with. The scrotum. <laughs> We're gonna go. Okay, the first, okay, the first letter the out of the scrotum. The scrotum. The scrotum. No, it's just the scrotum. <laughs> we got a question. Oh, and you, you actually said how much you like this game. So we're going to see how much you think it's going to cost. Total Annihilation, which I did play, and it was quite entertaining. The sound uh, is awesome, and and the mix of like newer type stuff but with older stuff like the older style displays I really like that so now Spooky's going to be making Total Annihilation and Ryan C wants to know how much we think it's going to cost so Steph first have you seen have you heard or seen anything besides us talking about Total Annihilation have you seen the videos or anything like that um not really fail On that one thing, I was not prepared. Okay. To quote well, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So, what would you pay for that, Ron, since you're the only one of the three of us who, have, who has played it? What would I pay? I mean, for or what, what do you think it should sell for, and also oh, what would you pay? You oh, get what? I wouldn't, only get one. Oh, I wouldn't pay more than... I wouldn't pay more than what a pro costs. But okay, that's, so you're saying 52. Yeah, I mean, for what's on there. I mean, it's single level. Okay. There's no ramps. Nope. I mean, it's using. Nope. I mean, it does have an LCD screen, and it also has. It's unusual. It has an LCD screen, but it also uses the old school displays, which I like. But overall, I mean, it's not extremely complex. 
So that's Wait until you look at the underneath. They say, "Don't forget, you see the yeah, picture." Yeah, I'm looking right. I'm looking underneath the playfield. I just see a lot of I mean, uh, pink anyway. lights. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if it's more than fifty-two, that's, that's what I would pay. Now, yeah, I think it'll be more than fifty-two. I think it, it won't be any less than what they're charging for the Jetsons and all that. Like it's going to be over. It's going to be like between sixty-two and sixty-five hundred. That's what I think they'll now, sell for. Now, if you look at Domino's. They have a little more stuff in there. Anchovies. Yeah, they got Ramperoni, right? Oh, oh, the game. Yes, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And that's fifty-two right now till the end of the month. How much is Jetsons though? Sixty-three, sixty-two, yeah, which has about the same amount of stuff in it. So. Yeah, but it's not worth that. It really isn't. The soundtrack's great. You know, I, I like everything, but it's if they not sell worth them all. The if they sell them all, it's worth it. Oh, it is, but the thing is, they're not—they're not, they're not going to limit the run either. They're going to run fifty at a time. All right. Okay. So I don't think there'll be much of a demand. It might only be fifty. Who knows? But we'll see. We'll I, see. I, I think it's going to be priced out of its realization. All right. That's what I feel. You get the next one. This is from Jim. Brill, because I know he gave me that one because I had to say the name, and that's what really sucks. Uh, thank you for following up on episode 36, the Texas Tornado. The Bobby Orr pinball power play you played on Friday was the one I brought. So was that the one you liked more, or was it the Saturday one you liked more, Ron? I can't remember. Uh, I didn't like either anymore. I just want, I just was wondering which one was his. I, I think I, I had a particularly high score on the one I played Friday. That I do remember. That, that that's the one I thought might be his because the rule set was set up like we suggested. Okay. He enjoyed reliving the Texas Pinball Festival on episode 36 and catching up on the parts he missed. This week he's on vacation in Orlando for the Star Wars celebration, but today he's on vacation from my vacation. He's loaning... I loaned my brother my pass for the show and relaxing at the hotel, listening to... Sleep Till Podcast. I mean, Slam Till Podcast. He's listening to some STP. STP. Uh, he listened to 36, and he's proceeding to episodes 38 and 37. Hope you enjoyed them. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Jim, from Dallas, Texas. And when you're at the Star Wars Celebration, you will not be seeing Stern there. No, they did not show up. No, they, but, well, they, they they pulled out. I don't think the game's no, ready well, yet. No, there were still hints and haws. There were still... Wow. What, for that hard secret of Star Wars being next? Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah, the worst-kept secret in pinball. Hey, Steph, did you know that Star Wars is going to be Stern's next game? What? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It is. It's a bombshell hint. It's a bombshell. <laughs> you heard what it here first. You speak of. Yeah. I never would have thought. I knew it since, what, October? <laughs> well, yeah, Bruce has his inside sources, so... You know, he's a little ahead of the curve. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Eric Russell, number... Yeah, which um, one? I think it might be Eric Russell, number one, because it's not Eric... No, actually, number two. It's Eric S. Russell. And it's it not is. Eric Russell CNY. And it's... So, so, yeah, it's Eric S. Russell, number two. He's almost caught up with our podcast. Oh, he, he takes you to task for your... Uh, your X-Men over ACDC, Spider-Man, Walking Dead, Iron Man, Game of Thrones, Family Guy, Tron, etc. Even High Roller Casino. I like X-Men, but that's just crazy. Well, I actually, ACDC is starting to get old on me a little bit. Ooh. Uh-oh. It is starting to a little bit. A little Uh-oh. bit. Walking Dead, I like. 
but I don't like the way it comes out of the pop bumpers. That annoys the piss out of me. Iron Man, I had, got rid of. Game of Thrones, pff, you can throw that fucking way in the garbage. Family Guy, eh, you only yeah. get so much of Family Guy. Tron, wouldn't it? Yeah, High Roller Casino, I got to give him that one. You know, I really do like High Roller Casino, but there's just something about an X-Men Pro. Steph, what do you think of X-Men Pro? I know Steve had, Stephen had one for was a while. Was X-Men Pro the one that was at Rock Fantasy? Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of something to say other than Wolverine can suck my dick. Oh, because my. That oh, my. <laughs> really, really, really obnoxious at times. And, I mean, <sighs> the X-23 <sighs> multiball is kind of the... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, the panting. I never really got that. What what that was supposed because to? Because he's trying to escape. He's oh. trying to escape. Okay. Is, is he's escaped and he's trying to get out from yes. the facility. And but I mean, that's the obvious thing to go for. Was that wait X Men? And that's the one that had ta- the Tauli mode, the Shadow King. Even though everyone yes. goes for Sentinels, right? I like Sentinels better. Everyone seems to play Sentinels in uh, tournament have, mode. You get more points, that's why. And you also get Deadpool in there, helping you out. Yes, <laughs> Deadpool has Dead- helped you, and is knocking on the uh, DMD display. I love that. They really made a good improvement on the last rule yeah. set. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad game, it's just not my favorite choice. I would go for other games in Rock Fantasy before I went for that. Personally, agreed. That's, that's a... <laughs> I still say that the, the best version of it I ever played was the Whitewood. Say that again, because it had no Wolverine. I would change, I, if I if I was going to do it, I would change the target and make Wolverine smaller. Yeah, well, or just remove them. I tell you, it played so good without Wolverine in there. It was so good. Let's see. Uh, there's another part I'm not supposed to read on the air, uh, <laughs> so I won't read that. Um, oh, he's gonna love uh, that one. Let's see. Seeing Mr. Bowden's comments on Frontier when he was going through the games were spot on. Da, 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 da. <laughs> he was uh, oh, he wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly agrees with Mr. Bowden that games that imbalance the scoring on different balls, i.e., like double bonus on the last ball, are crap. So dumb. Keep up the good I like work. Cheetah's awesome. It is. We need I mean, the double bonus thing, I'm sure you could easily make a software adjustment to that and make that not a thing, but. Because well, Cheetah does have the double score on the on it? the last ball thing, right? Does it? I'm fairly certain it does. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. Stearns didn't do that in the early ones. Maybe I'm thinking of Big Brave, which is right next to Cheetah. Yeah, yes. I know Center's dad has it. Yes, big game, def- uh, big game. Big Brave definitely has it. I feel like Healer's... Ha- Cheetah has a double bonus on the last ball, and I don't know why. I must be going crazy. I think you're going crazy. Maybe going cool. crazy. Although that has Scott's rule set on it, so who knows what he put in there. Nope. I'll just have to go and play Cheetah. Oh, no. What a horrible thing. No. <laughs> Cheetah's great. I keep trying to get it. Again. <sighs> oh, oh, sorry. I even Fail. bought that one, and I'm freaking oh. four hours away. <laughs> I want that Cheetah. Okay. I want that Cheetah. <laughs> Come on, know, Steve. Give it to me. Steven's not going to give it to you. You know that. Uh, well, he's already had people like, that's a rock, it's a rock fantasy tradition. That cheat is sitting there. And it has been there probably the longest of any game I can think of. I mean, that was there. 
That's the game that did the screw job on poor Mr. Bowden with the uh, the flaky slingshots that cost him a tournament. And that was that was a long time ago. Oh, that's when they had the one finals game on Star Star Wars, the uh, Center Ramp Fest. He had a Star Wars? Yeah, he had a Star Wars briefly, and he sold it almost immediately. And I just remember he had it for the tournament, and I had no idea how to play it, and everyone was telling me, just hit the center ramp. Like, okay, then what? Nothing. You just Nothing. hit the center you ramp. Like, Maybe really? So. And, and it was the most boring thing you've ever seen. Oh, God. It was horrible. It's like police force, almost. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of Batman? I mean, police force? Just think that was supposed to be Batman. Did you see the artwork? There, there's actual artwork of when it was supposed to be Batman? Yep. If you go to Facebook. I never saw that. It, it, actually, James just got it this week, actually. A person, actually, uh, from Pinball Inc. So if you go to, I think it's under Pinball Inc. under Facebook. So let me go real fast. Here, yep. It's under Pinball Inc. So go to Pinball Inc. So Facebook. if I go to Facebook, I will search for Pinball I-N-C. And I get it. Uh, it comes with with pinballs. C pinball ink. Okay, I click on that, taking pinball to a new level. Yep. Scroll down. Scroll down. Oh. Okay. Was that supposed to be like? That was. Oh, funny. okay. That was. That was. Uh, oh, that's that was right. His first drawing for Python engine. Okay. So what, how come it looks a lot like um high speed the backlash? Okay. Yeah, it looks a lot like high speed. I know it does. Da-na-na-na-na. Don't forget, hey, hey, don't forget, I I made high speed also. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I am Python. I have made I made high speed. I did the artwork. I did do superior artwork that was in the back glass, not the shitty playfield artwork that was done. I did not do that. Now, what I noticed is there's no center ramp on this one. Now. Now, actually, I was looking through some of my my pinball stuff that I had in, my, in storage, and I, I have Steve Ritchie's original um, CAD drawing for Avatar. Yes. Which I don't know. I don't know how many of our listeners know that. My like, dad has it too. Yeah. When when Steve after twenty four, Steve's next game was going to be Avatar. That was going to be his game, and he did a he did a full playfield CAD drawing for it. So what's our next? We got. We I think we got another one. Yes, we do. We got a couple more. Jim Mueller looks like the TZ hate train is getting more and more passengers. Woo woo! Josh is going. I'm on board. Yep, shouldn't be no. Should be full in no time with that riveting review from Josh in this week's episode. Yes, keep the episodes coming. Cheers, Jim. He's on pin side. Captive underscore ball. Thank you, Jim. All right, and what I believe is the last email until Bruce tells me it's not, but it is. Is it? It is. Okay. I'm still okay. looking. <laughs> He's still looking. This is uh, Ryan, our, our other Ryan, Ryan from Wisconsin, and this is like a tech question, and um, <laughs> it's uh, very apropos for this one. It seems that the couch on my Simpsons pinball party has been acting up. After locking multiple balls and starting couch multiball, occasionally all the balls drop at once, not one at a time. This will cause the balls to jam under the upper play field. This doesn't happen all the time. Maybe one out of ten times couch multiball is started. What would be the best place to start looking to resolve this? I would check the opto first. Because there is an opto in the end of the couch. 
I would also check the coil, make sure it's actually firing, stopping it each time, you know, the, the release part of it. Make sure it's just not sticking down and actually dropping in and not pulsing. You know, you might get a, you know, a sticky stuck coil. That'd be the first two things I would check because if the op, the opto tells when the coil does, you know, to fire down to let release. So if the opto thinks there's a ball still there, it's, you know, not moved, it's still going to be pulled down. That'd be the first two things I would check the opto and make sure your coil's not sticky. Hey, and then reach the connectors also after that. Okay. And after that, if that doesn't work, you can sell it and put it in a laundromat. Well, where Steph will not play it. Yes. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. Unless I'm really starved for pinball, in which case I will play pretty much anything. Don't forget George Takai's birthday this week. Uh, it's Takai, actually. Yeah, Takai. It, no, she's she's <laughs> right. It's Takai. No, because Takai in Japanese means expensive. So. Oh, he's expensive, think, all right. You try to get him in any one of these Star Trek. saying, please don't, don't say Takai. It's Take. Take is um. Take. Yes. Yes. That's what so he has Takei. said. I, I've heard him in interviews, and it is Take. Hello, I'm George Take. Say my name right, Bruce. Well, you said it wrong too, so I didn't go there. I say that all the time, wrong, because that's why everyone says it sounds better when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Because you say, oh my, it's George Takai. If you say, oh my, it's George Takai, it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, but his birthday's coming up this week, guys, so. Please vote for me. I will do a better job helming this country. Because <laughs> he's the best at the helm of all time. You on too. You on too. So, Steph, do you have any Tim rants? Tim rants? <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> It's, it is, <laughs> Isn't Timmy doing a Tim rant today anyway? He is. He did it. I was watching part of it while we were. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. Didn't he say someone I, else was doing do? it and he put some bizarre no, film up? No, it's Alter Ego. It's whatever it is Ego was on that one. His Alter Ego? Yeah, Does he play another character or something? Alex Jones or whatever the hell? Yes, Alex Jones? Oh, no. Yes. Wait, is, is it like actually him, like just being another character? Yes. Yes. He was doing it yesterday at the, the Sanctum also. Oh, Okay, everyone. Man. All right. So should should we have alter egos then? Should I be like Ronnie Ronnie Tilt and your Bruce Slam or something? No, no. Should be. I, it's hard enough just to keep myself. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I got a name for you. Four Eyes Bruce. Four Eyes. No, no, no. Sorry, no. The original name that you gave me long ago is perfect. Mr. Extra Ball. Mr. Extra Ball, yes. Although in the um you know, when you think of the in context of the whole slam ball bag thing, that, that takes on a whole new meaning. Just saying. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> I got parts for sale up on um on pin side. He's got parts for sale, folks. Look it up. What's your pin side ID? D R G N L A I R. Dragon's Lair, folks. Yep. Lots of parts. And if anybody wants an eight ball champ, I'd probably be bringing it down to Allentown. Didn't you just get that? I did. Yeah, he did. This this is the problem with Bruce. I'm I'm trying to go better. I'm trying to go newer. <sighs> well, why are you selling it so Actually quick older. though? Actually older. I'm trying to go, but why are you selling it so, so you quick? You LED'd it. Yep. Yes, I did. Thank God. And, and now you're going. So basically, you're just like. The LED Avenger. You just buy games to rescue them from the clutches of LEDs and pass them on to get another game to rescue from the clutches of LEDs 
Please rinse, repeat. I like that. I like that. I think um, you're, the, um, you're, you're the LED Avenger. Um, or no, Captain actually, Chaos. you'd be more um, like um, the incandescent Avenger, I guess. You're you're no, standing up Chaos. for incandescent bulbs everywhere. But that yeah, yeah. That, that that needed to be de-LED because that looked. T- you know, I'm I'm not all LEDs are bad, but oh my god, no it was bad. on it was on playable. Captain Chaos. Captain Chaos. <laughs> you know where that's from, don't you? Uh, no. What's that from? Cannonball Run. I'm Deloise. Oh. I'm Captain Chaos. This is my friend Kato. Say hello, Kato. Have you been a cop very long? <laughs> we might have five listeners who got that. <laughs> Ooh. I know. I love it. Although Jackie Chan was in Cannonball Run and Cannonball Run 2. Mm. Yes. So. Crickets again there. Eight-ball champ, guy. Buy it up. Ooh, excuse me. Buy up my eight-ball champ. It's a three-on game. Yes. Yeah, apparently. Yes. The no-team rants from uh, Steph tonight? Uh, um. How floaty games can get, you know. Tell us everything. Uh, <laughs> uh, <floaty games. laughs> oh, dear God. Captain Floaty himself, um, Bruce. Captain Floaty. Oh yeah, I think I, I think that is your uh, new name, Captain Floaty Bruce. Nope, nope. It's Mister Extra Ball or Mister Loop. I don't know. Um, what do you hate about pinball right okay. now? Um, what do I hate? Yeah. The way that playfield designs will occasionally allow for balls to get stuck in really random, really stupid places, like. You know, at the very back of the play field, there have been a couple of games. I feel like maybe not ACDC or I know Toton has one of these spots. Um, Tales of the Arabian Nights below the ramp on the left side, like above the orbit, but below the ramp. There's like this there's like this little nook that an air ball is just like it can just perfectly land in and you can't get it the hell out. I remember on High Roller Casino up at Moonwalker, I think both times I've been up at Moonwalker, um, there's some side sling near the, what's it, is it the craps? That's mm-hmm. the random target yep. on the left side? Yep. There's a ran- There's like a sling there that the ball has just gotten randomly stuck there and been like, why are you, why have you done this? It gets stuck underneath the rubber, so you have to, you know, open up the game, stop gameplay. Sometimes it'll get stuck on top of a dead pop bumper. I think Kyra Lucas, you know, also did this. And it's just like dead pop bumpers. Those two, those are just why that just that those traitors bastards of a pop bumper. When it's like, I'm going to touch this bumper. It's not going to register anything. It's just going to sit there and kind of fall flat and roll in a way that you were not expecting because you were expecting it to get flung way the hell over there. Instead, it's just going to roll calmly onto the slingshot that possibly also doesn't work. Uh, just Steph, don't also- blame the Steph. Don't blame the pop pop bumper. Blame the person that owns the machine that hasn't adjusted the pop bumper correctly. Um, <laughs> because. That seems to That's exactly it. Because wait a second, it's not the game's fault that somebody hasn't adjusted the switch or the spoon pop- properly. 
And don't blame the player. Blame the game. No, no maybe not. Because it's the game. It's but the, yeah, not- balls getting stuck in random ass places is kind of annoying. Just you know, because it interrupts gameplay. You know, you're in the middle of doing something, and the best part is when you're in the middle of a multi ball and you're like, "Wait, how do I solve a multi ball?" Oh, it's because a ball got got stuck between like the Hulk's butt cheek and the back of the game for some reason, and now you have to go like extricate from that and now you feel like an ass because you've been playing with the ball stuck the whole time so you've had an a mechanic some kind of advantage and it's it just overcomplicates things and gets more frustrating than a pinball machine should like pinball machines can frustrate you please see stars for more information on that <laughs> um but when it's like a mechanical error like balls getting stuck all the way at the back or underneath a ramp or in some random place that they should not be. It's like, why have you done this to me? And it's just, uh. Uh, you know, just, <laughs> just once on a pinball broadcast, I want to hear someone say the ball is stuck on the Hulk's butt cheek. They're getting it free now. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. So, uh, all right. I, th- I think that's, I think that's a wrap. Uh, I think we've got, well, the upcoming shows, we have Allentown. Yes. We have the um, Howard's Tournament. Yes. The Castillo Classic, which I believe is actually three tournaments. Three tournaments in one. I think starting like at nine in the morning. Two days, three tournaments, all fun. PM. I'll be up in Buffalo at the Buffalo Pinball Spring Open defending my title. Well, good luck. Thank you. I will be also uh, this Friday. Is, You'll be winning with your new glasses. It's the new yes. Bruce. This Friday is uh, Syracuse League Night number three. Come one, come all. It's uh, if you go to Syracuse uh, Pinball or CNY Pinball actually on uh, uh, Facebook, you'll get the information. It's actually at Wizards Pin Wizards. Is that Wizards this time? Wizards Pinball in Syracuse. And Ron, you're gonna love the new title for uh, your favorite tournament. Oh, in Syracuse. oh, yes, I love these guys. Okay, what what we got? What we got? <laughs> you sitting down for this one? Yes, I'm ready. I, so he he says, I hope you started practicing for the Syracuse Pinhole Pinheads presents. I pinball the fool April's tournament. What? Okay, say that again. You totally lost. I pinball me. the fool April tournament. I pinball the fool. I pinball the fool. Because uh, you know why? Imagine uh, he's got uh, a Mr. T comic signed by the Mr. T himself and a Mr. T poster and folded folder and comic handed by Mr. T. Oh, man, that's bad. That's on an April. For a minute, I thought you were going to tell me there was an A-team pin that I didn't know about. <laughs> I was about to be very upset. That would be awesome, like a big van in the middle. Oh yeah, like you can. And re-th- everything would explode. Yes, Every- re- retheme Thanks. a NASCAR instead of the test car. It's the van. <laughs> the car will a random car will be the spinner because the cars in that show just go flying in random directions, just with way too many flips to be physically possible, and it is awesome. And no one will ever die, no matter yes. what nope. happens. A helicopter can crash into a cliff and they will survive. There's an actual yep. episode where that happened. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. 
So they just uh, have a lot of Phoenix Downs. So uh, that's April twenty seventh, and then uh, what was it? Oh, it's a couple more things coming up. April, well, league finals for uh, Western New York Pinballs this weekend. And what else do we have here? Uh, Rock Fantasy has um, the latter half of its monthly tournament on uh, Thursday, April 20th. Okay. Very good, which is two days, which will be the day we release this. Yep. So I'm sure I'm going to hear about that from some of the guys. What, you being on the radio? Yeah, because I know at least one or two people. I'm sure more than that, but I know at least one or two people mentioned when you guys read my letter, so I know at least that many people... So we Listen. found our two listeners. We found Ooh, our two yes. listeners. We found them. <laughs> and you mentioned both of them this podcast, if I recall. Oh. Okay. No, um, let's, let's leave it more of a surprise. Okay. Or a mystery. Yeah, and I'm sure that, there, that more of the guys listen to it. I just know of a few people specifically. I haven't taken a poll of, hey, who listens to Slam Tell? I'm... I think you need to. I mean, I could if you'd like, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh... So, uh, don't forget www.pinballlifter.com. Come check us out. Uh, we're going to be at Allentown with uh, two spots. As soon as you walk in the front door, just go down the left aisle, along the wall, and see us. We're on the left-hand side. Say hi. Ask for Ron's autograph. Ron will be sitting there. Uh, from Friday, from 11 a.m. Oh, to will. 9 p.m. Yeah, you're going to be there the whole day. Just you know, you're just going to glue yourself to the chair. Yeah. Yes. Chain. Chain. You can go to the bat. Well, you can go to his booth and see what game he's already purchased the Thursday before the show opened. Sitting there, probably some old bally at this point. Uh, you can also catch us on. Uh, we're on Facebook. Just search for Slam Till Podcast. Also on YouTube, just put up a video of my final walkthrough ever of the Papa facility. As the tear streams down my cheek. And it's a short one, only only around 12 minutes. It's about as quickly as I can get through the building. It's kind of sad. I'm bummed. I was bummed I'm when I was walking around the there. Parking. Uh, the, the parking situation, yeah, was terrible. You can reach us, uh, send us correspondence at our email, slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Just like, a, like to give a big thank you once again to Steph Guida for joining us this Woo-hoo! evening. Thanks for having me, guys. Steph, you're always welcome on. It's a huge honor. Okay, and, and cool. I got something for you, Bruce. I got one final thing for you that you'll like. Oh, my. As I'm walking around after the tournament's over, uh, well, actually, at some point when I was walking around Papa, there's Jim Pelsito playing high roller casino i go up to him like you like to you like this game oh yeah it's a good game i think he said he owned one too in my eyes the game just it just it, it went up a notch i have to say so say? I'll, I'll have to give it more of a chance bruce i may say? have to mend my ways very cool so say goodbye bruce goodbye todd siever <laughs>